Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. And welcome to a super Megan Fun of Sports. I am Megan Gailey, joined by Megan Connolly. Hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. It was a very super introduction for Super Wildcard Weekend, but then you brought the mood down a little. Hi, Megan. What's the matter? I just, you know, I'm I'm trying to give range. I'm trying to be okay. high. I'm trying to be low. I'm trying to be excited. When did it go from Wildcard Weekend to Super Wildcard Weekend? When they added an extra week onto the playoffs, because now it is super. Oh my gosh. I said, I wish they came up with another adjective. Like super is already taken. We have the super bowl. So couldn't they have used like mega. Yeah. Let's pull out a thesaurus for just a quick sec right here. And we could call it mega wildcard weekend sponsored by Megan Fun of Sports. I actually really like that. And you know that I love the word mega. I'm sure you love the word mega. Speaking of. Uh, last week I was saying I was going to see the film. Megan loved it. I think our gal is doing great work. I'm on her side completely. I knew um, you would be. I have also found a friend who is excited about 80 for Brady. My friend Julia texted me and goes, Oh my God, have you seen the trailer for 80 for Brady? I cannot wait. <laughs> she's a bills fan like she is not a she's not a bucks fan a raging feminist um and and i said julia i'm so excited that now when people ask who is this for i can tell them i have a friend it is for julia i'm excited for julia i honestly i'm gonna go i've already come up i've already made up my mind i am going to see it cj said we're and i don't even like i don't even like brady We know that. That's been well, well, well documented. Um, Okay. I would like to kick off our mensch this week by giving a massive congratulations to Eddie Spaghetti and his new fiance, Jada. Eddie. Eddie got engaged this past week. We felt it coming. We were excited and we have waited for him to give us sort of the the timeline, the rundown, because I wanted the fans to be able to hear it, too. So, Eddie, congrats and paint the picture for us. Sure. Eddie, also, thank you for texting Megan and I before you posted. I felt very special and it was an honor to be included Uh, in that close circle. So congratulations and thank you. Of course. I mean, you guys are part of the inner circle. I did want everyone from work to uh, pretty much know, I think, or I hope, at least I told um, mostly everyone. But yeah, so we were obviously we were in Vegas together and uh, I had inklings then that it was probably going to happen the later that next week, like the Thursday or Friday. So um, Uh, wait, inklings. So you're the one who is making the decision of when it's going to happen. So why did you have inklings that was going to happen? Like you're, you're in control here. Well, no. Megan is doing a damn press conference. Yeah. Come on. Fair question. <laughs> a, no, no, that's a fair question. Um, the, the, the reason why I say inklings, it was because I, we never had a day locked down. And I say, we, my friend, Erica, who was the one, you know, coordinating the pictures and stuff like that. Love so we Erica were, fan of yeah. the show. Yeah, she uh, she'll get my uh, my mensch this week and I have another mensch uh, upcoming on part of the story. But uh, so like, you know, we were in Vegas. Uh, I know her parents are coming to town. It's like her her birthday. January is 
crazy busy for us. So we have a lot going on and uh, I try to find the best day that works. Plus her work schedule is crazy. She'll have a lot of shoots in different parts of Southern California area. Long story short, the day before the night before we left Vegas, uh, I left Vegas on the Tuesday that like Monday night at like two o'clock in the morning, it was like finalized, um, booked like the, this, this hotel room. Uh, cause I wanted to go to hang out at the hotel Roosevelt after. So I'm like, okay, we're going to do it in Hollywood. We're going to do it Thursday, not the Friday. We had a couple other areas picked out, but this one would make the best sense because we could fool Jada into thinking it was one of our friend's birthdays. So it's like, we're going to okay. go to Yamashiro. We're going to have sushi dinner and, uh, you're going to come there. So she'll be dressed up we'll all be dressed up but uh need you know obviously she the other friends weren't there it was just myself uh my friend erica and her girlfriend they were taking videos and pictures of the whole thing um i met up with jada pulled her to like this gardens area we're kind of walking around uh it's funny because there were a lot of people on one side eating like on like the overlook kind of part and i was like petrified of doing it near people one woman was like taking pictures and like kind of stalling, which led me to stall. Pretty sure Jada posted the video of me kind of like stalling and she knew it was happening. Oh. The minute I like bent down, she she goes like, I knew it. She, was oh, like her, right. she said her intuition took over during the day. She thought that it maybe it could have happened. So she said she was, it was like she was surprised, but she had a, a feeling it could have happened that like that night. Um, so, yeah, that it, it went smoothly. She loved the pictures, loved the uh, the area, had a kind of a connection to it because she's done a story there. And then she's also done a story at Hotel Roosevelt where he we went to after. So like there was some you know history there that was involved, which is nice. Um, so the day was perfect, uh, is in love with the ring. So um, it all it all worked out. And then, like I said, my other mensch, uh, just to give it quickly, the Hotel Roosevelt upgraded our hotel room, for, like just because Jada was like, we just got engaged. I'm like, oh, yeah, go take a cabana. Gave us like drink tickets. So we hang out in the lobby. Absolutely. I that lobby have, now bar the is key amazing. Is, yeah. You need to tell everybody anytime you go oh. on vacation that you're on your honeymoon. Yeah. Because well, you'll always get or you're Or that you just got engaged. CJ got so annoyed with me on our honeymoon because he was like, you don't need to tell everyone. And That's I'm like, I'm trying I mean. to see what free stuff I can get. Like yeah. it wasn't even, it was like the attention a little bit, but it was more like, can I get some champagne? Can I get some strawberries? Can I get a nicer room? Like I, you got to work the system. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning. That was that, that was key. We went from a right, you know, a basic room to drink tickets, uh, upgraded room. There was like a pool party going on again like oh, if anyone's fine. in the la area just hang out the hotel roosevelt has so many great places to hang out there's like a, the burger bar that's open late at night um it, it was awesome i i love like a piece of old hollywood uh I'm, I'm a sucker for that so i was happy too obviously it was her night but i was very happy i was very both pleased of your nights and it's your um, night too eddie yeah you know? I, I guess i guess but yeah uh, both I, I, of I, your I, nights i was so just like I wanted my plan to go in place. So I was like a stress ball the late days yeah. leading up to it. Um, I wasn't nervous about the yes or no. I, I, I'm yeah. pretty confident nine, you know, almost nine years in, it was going to be a yes, but I just but wanted to go, to go. Exactly. So, yeah. but I went, it was a plus. Uh, she's still thrilled. We're still talking about how great the night was. Um, it, everyone, everyone was super great too. The, even the bar from the bartenders at Yamashiro to the, the front desk staff at hotel Roosevelt, the bartenders at hotel Roosevelt all the way, you know, everyone has been awesome. And so many people, so many fans reached out. It's uh I'm not good with compliments, but it's very nice. Oh, it's so, so exciting. I, you know, yeah. like it, it really is. We're in a world where like, you know, a lot of times there's not great news. My dad, when my dad was here, I go, are you getting your news from badnews.com? Just the <laughs> saddest headlines. And so when something lovely, a baby, a marriage, a retirement, we all, I think, feel extra invested now because we all need something to lift us up. Oh, yeah. Eddie, I do have some questions. I know um, 
Sure. Megan, back, back to the press. Back to the press conference. Um, how long did you have the ring before you proposed? Also a good question. Um, I looked to, we went to a bunch of places in LA months ago so and you I shot contact together. with some the first and that was it. Okay. So she gave me like the idea, the general, like what it should look like and this and that went to a bunch of places in LA. Weirdly enough, um, just stuff happened with like my family was friends with this jeweler on Staten Island. And we went back from uh, just from either selling jewelry. My dad got like, but that is a shark's tooth that he caught. It gets it cleaned. I know. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you know, we, the day I landed uh, the red eye flight, it was like pouring rain. It was like, you know, 30 some degrees yeah. out in Staten Island. And I'm like groggy as could be. My parents are like, no, 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 no. We're going to go check out this place. And uh, lo and behold, by a couple of days after Christmas, they came in with exactly what she wanted, if not better. I got a, a great deal for it, a better quality ring. Love a deal. Um, yeah. So I, it, it saved me a boatload of cash, which LA would have cost me a lot more, which I'm yeah. very pleased about. So that also was why, um, you know, it worked out way better. It worked out way, Listen, way, way better. We bought my ring on tax-free weekend because there's nothing better I like than a good deal. And also, listen, when you first get engaged and you start looking, like you'll just look at your hand often. I mean, I know mm -hmm. I did for like the first five for months. Sure. You just always look at your hand. And you're like, wow, I can't believe that this is mine. So it is a, um, a really my, great feeling. My ring is from New Jersey. <laughs> Why? Don't know. <laughs> CJ and the entire staff of Bleach Report went to New Jersey to buy it together and then ate at Cheesecake Factory after. So it was a little field trip for the boys. Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, Eddie, congratulations. Um, currently, you if you hear that phone ringing. Yeah, um, you're in a hotel. Who's calling I am you? in a hotel. Is this a horror ordered, film? I ordered an acai bowl. It was supposed to be here 30 minutes ago, and it has now Ugh. just arrived. So I have that to look forward to after yeah. we're done recording I do love room service. Podcast. Jealous. Jealous. Um, so my mensch of the week, um, mm -hmm. obviously, shout out to Eddie, obvious, uh, honorary mention to his father who wears a shark tooth necklace. Yeah, I think that is he sick. deserves a mensch for that alone. Mensch so of the year. Mensch, yes, mensch of the year, Eddie's dad wearing a shark tooth necklace. My mensch of the week is this 10-year-old reporter. He is a diehard Raiders fan, and um, he conducted this interview with Devonte Adams, who I'm still mad at for abusing the camera guy. But this reporter was so absolutely impressive, 10 years old, and he conducted himself with such grace. Um, his name is Jeremiah Fennell, and he was quoted saying, um, I wasn't starstruck or anything. I was just there talking to him like a normal reporter, you know, so I wasn't really was right. scared because in the end, we're all people. And for a 10 year old to know that, that is mm -hmm. amazing that he knows yeah, that. He's... If you want to watch the video, it is on Twitter. Um, shout out to Jeremiah. I think he has a very bright future in whatever he so decides cute. to do. Um, he is adorable. And also, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. Great, great PR move by the Raiders overall, because it's like we all remember that Devontae Adams pushing. <laughs> a uh, stadium worker that it's like, listen, we all have bad moments at the end of the day. I think Devonte Adams is like a great guy and loves the community. And, and, and it's been a frustrating season, understandably. And so a, a, a nice little sweet ending to what at times has been a very frustrating first year with the Raiders. And this is a lesson in PR that 
children and yes, dogs, dogs can yeah. pretty much fix any you have a pit, PR you have issue a pit that bull they have. on your shirt right now. I do. Yeah. 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 That. yeah. yeah. Happiness um, is a pit bull smile. Children and dogs, you cannot go wrong. I mean, in, in Hollywood, we're always like, I can't, I, I don't want to be across from a child. It's like, I, I, I'll be nothing. You know, I'll be eviscerated. Um, okay. I believe we're moving into moron territory. Uh, my moron this week is John Harbaugh. Um, mm. I thought the management of the clock at the end of the game. Now, I saw people blaming it on Huntley. It's like, that's too much to put on his plate. Like, you say to him, you go out there, you, you play the game I'll take care of the rest. And I do not think John Harbaugh took care of the rest. They ended the game with timeouts left. You were just watching this clock tick, 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 tick. And it's like, what is going on? I saw people making fun of his brother, Jim, because there was some parallels between the end of the Michigan TCU game of just like, why are you letting so much time waste? And then you're having to throw up a Hail Mary when you had time, if you would have managed it properly. I just, I thought... I thought Huntley actually played a really great game and I felt disappointed for him. Um, and yeah, that's, that's my moron. Um, I like that. And I think it is um, warranted for him. Huntley obviously being thrown in that situation. You really can't blame him. My moron of the week is uh, Tom Brady's new girlfriend, Veronica Rajek. I think I said that right. She okay. is a model. They all wow. are models. I mean, right. I mean, she's yeah. not. Giselle is the goat of models. Super model. Tom she's a, is the goat of. There's, well, I, I do think there's a difference between. And in, and I feel like we've discussed this before. In our day and age, model is really thrown around. It's kind of the same as comedian, podcaster. It's like you can really. We're models. It's Megan. anybody you know, like, who puts on fake eyelashes and. And has an Instagram. A bikini account. picture. Yes, that's yes. it. There we go. So we could be models. Um, Depending on the day, we are also models. Giselle um, is the supermodel. We're talking these these gals, these guys that don't get out of bed for less than I think the I think it used to be 10 grand with inflation, 25 grand. She's not getting out of bed for 25 grand. Yes. Okay. So now that we have established the difference between Tom Brady's new girlfriend and Tom Brady's ex-wife, I am giving my moron of the week to Tom Brady's new girlfriend, Veronica. Because I'm not actually sure if they're dating, but it's posted everywhere that they that they are together. And I saw her um, identified as Tom Brady's admirer in one post, but it seems that they are dating. She shared a um, story on Instagram last night basically taking a page out of Giselle's book. Um, I don't blame her. Obviously, their marriage lasted for quite some time, so not a terrible idea. But she posted on Instagram saying that Tom can't do it all and that this no, is all Tom's fault. It was, It actually was all his fault. It like but, We watched it and he was bad. He was very bad. This is very reminiscent of when Giselle said, my husband cannot throw and catch the ball. So now Veronica- But she was right. But Giselle was right then. And this girl, Veronica, Victoria, Valeria. Veronica Um, with a K. Oh, no. She's wrong. He was the he was the problem. Um, So are we as a podcast deciding right now that we are on Team Giselle? I think I feel like we have to decide. Yeah. 
and and like we're I've been on team Giselle the whole time and now that he you, you see everyone making fun of him it's like you let your entire family fall apart to lose in super wild card weekend I know I almost forgot that he Third. retired last year it's it's really he should have stayed retired he should have and married to a supermodel a thousand because okay, well, we'll we're, we'll touch more on it. Eddie, do you have any more? I know you're flying high. It's hard I, to be mad at the world. No, I, I do, and I'm really glad we brought up Tom Brady because it ties into mine. Um, I'm sure we all watched that game last night, and yes, the the Cowboys won. So I'll preface it with I'm probably coming in as a biased Giants fan here, but I find this to be super interesting. So Brett Maher, the kicker, we saw we all saw uh, miss four extra points. I'm sure you guys will get into that. I'm excited to hear your take. He did clearly, anybody do a wellness check on him today? He, he, he clearly had he clearly had the yips, and every yeah. I, you know, any athlete knows the yips. We mainly see it with. I mean, it happens to kickers, happens to a ton of golfers, happens to yeah. sometimes uh, hockey goalies. Yeah. Uh, just just you cannot get over the mental block. Now, Cowboys won that game pretty handily. There was really no push by the Bucs, maybe later in the game, but they had it in hand. No. And then you see Dak Prescott throwing his helmet and cursing at him in the sideline saying, like, you know, you know, effing go for two. Now, let's do a quick Google on Dak Prescott and his stats this year. And I see on, on Pro Football Reference, he's played in 12 games and then a bold number 15 under interceptions. That means he led the league with 15 oh. interceptions and only 12 games played. Right. That's more that's more than one interception a game for Dak Prescott. So what's the saying about uh, having a glass house? Uh, I just feel like you're in the playoffs, you had that game in hand. Why are you crushing your kicker who's been, you know, fairly consistent? He's been a, especially as a, a really strong leg maher and he's been the team for a number of seasons. Uh I just don't think that it's necessary on a national televised game that where I'm sure I don't know if the ratings came out but I wouldn't be shocked if this was the most watched uh, game of the weekend just because it has Brady and it has the Cowboys and it's on ESPN Monday night. But to scream at him about him on the sideline and then after the game is over in the press conference, be like, oh, no, that's my guy. Like, nah, I don't buy that. I just feel like you just clearly don't value the kicker and you're kind of creating this turmoil when you led the league in interceptions, Dak. So he gets my moron of the week. I don't like throw what you're helmets doing, at glass houses. I like what you're doing, Eddie, because obviously your Giants have advanced. They had a huge win uh, on Mega Wild Card Weekend, and the Cowboys are a division rival, and I already see what Eddie's doing. He's painting the narrative. He's getting his bullet points together um, so that he can give his speech to the locker room about how the Giants are going to defeat the Cowboys if they should play. Um, yeah, for some reason to this weekend, I, I gave up, I was like, CJ, this is what I would say if I was a coach right now. And I gave him, like, oh, let's hear it. <laughs> it was, I can't even remember what game it was, but I was just like, you've seen that anything is possible the big, you can be up a ton and lose. You can be down a ton and win. So you don't stop fighting. You go out there and you play every single play the hardest you can take no plays off and i'm gonna put us in a position to win wow that was like miracle on ice i'm Thanks. sick and tired of hearing <laughs> about the soviets this is our time okay but granted i did not even put my own fictional um betting team in a position to win i do need to come clean i went oh and six on the weekend <laughs> Like after the first few games, I was like, I'm not doing well. And then when the email came out, I was like, eh, eh. I yeah. did not do well either. Yeah. I went two and four. I knew yeah. I was screwed because as soon as the graphic came out, I saw that cousin Sal and I were on all of the same games together. And I said, this is not going to go well. Shout out to Martin Weiss. He was the yeah. lone wolf. Um, I am 
currently uh, protesting. I am not paying Martin because he <gasps> lost our football. Megan, you lost our football on. You got to pay just, a black man pay Martin just, Luther King week. <laughs> he lost our football. He ruined the contest. See, and I wasn't there, so I don't know. Um, but so I paid him. I paid him. Okay, let's take a quick break and then we will come back and we'll get a little bit more into that. Season O, you know, that's where we really excel. Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and so much more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code OMAHAFULL. That's O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L. And place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. But if you don't, you'll get your stake right back as a free bet. Must be 21 plus. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Wyoming, and Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Okay, we are back. Yes, as Eddie referenced, the Cowboys and Bucks game was on Monday night. I'm assuming this was because it was like a holiday. Um, I was very confused why there was a Monday night game. And it and it, I'm sure it did have the most eyeballs on it. It was the worst game of the weekend. Oh. And so that always makes me laugh when it's like when TV tries to predict and it's like, oh, I, I was out at halftime. We turned it off and and watched the rest of The Last of Us, which we had fallen asleep during. Not because it wasn't good, because we were very tired. Um, and you have a baby. But, you're, you're responsible for someone's life. Anytime you fall yeah. asleep, I don't blame you. I actually didn't fall asleep. CJ fell asleep. And then, you know, oh. but I'm kind. Um, 31-14, it felt way more blown out than that. I did... Oh my gosh, they kept cutting to Jerry Jones's box. Um, mm-hmm. and his wife, she was in this like white poncho. And whenever they would score, she wouldn't stand up, but she would put her hand up to give high fives. And I was like, oh, that's such a great old lady move to just be I like, I'm rich. Cam- Come to me. I love the cameras in the owner's boxes. It's the NFL is the only sport that we get that. We don't get that in baseball. We're not no. heading up to the box, we're not doing that in the NBA. But in the NFL, in every owner's box, there's like the lighting <clears throat> and the cameras go up there all the time. Actually, when I used to work at uh, for the Patriots, we used to have to log whenever there were sightings of the owner. Sometimes in the NBA, you'll see the owners sitting courtside, especially here in L.A. Jeannie Buss, she's around. Steve Ballmer, he's around. Um, but yes, you're you're right. These NFL owners, it's like, we're really checking in. You, you want a mental health check on Mar? We're getting a health check on every single owner. We're seeing them constantly. When are we going to go up to the box and it's just going to be like Jerry Jones with a spit cup? Because he's getting up there in age. Well, I mean, remember when someone was cleaning his glasses? That was a fun take. Um, Yeah, I could see them doing sort of like a Jerry Jones body double at some point where it's Mm -hmm. like it may not be him, but like there's enough old men that look like Jerry Jones. It's like you throw a suit, a half zip, we're good to go. And then you just pretend that that's him and get him. Oh, my gosh. Remember on Hard Knocks when he put salt on his egg McMuffin. Yeah. You just yeah. surround an elderly man in salt packets and we'll believe it's him. I mean, that's how you know he's rich because otherwise he'd be dead by now. He's got the best doctors. He's you're putting extra salt on an egg McMuffin. That's, that's a lot yeah. of sodium. Okay. So four missed extra points, a lot of jokes on Twitter about how this guy is, needs to be updating his LinkedIn profile. Do you fire your kicker who has been good, has been historically Good. I mean, he, he, the Cowboys are not no fools. They don't just let people be bad on their team. You got another game in a few days. Like, are I guess you could go out and try and pick up a kicker. There's enough teams that are not. There's only eight teams left, so you could try and do that. It, what What would you do? I think this is the type of situation where the more attention you draw to it, the worse it's going to get. Right. Yeah. So. He's a good kicker. He had a bad day. He had the yips. Obviously, you don't want him to have that bad day on national television, on Mega Wildcard Weekend. And you certainly don't want it to happen in the next round of the playoffs. And you don't want it to cost you a win or loss in the playoffs. Which but who's to, yes, but who's to say you sign another kicker and they're not going to be any good? I think this is the time that Brett 
really, um, Megan, you are, I'm, I'm taking over your role here. You are usually the one who feels so bad for everybody. I oh think Brett just needs to be surrounded with a lot of love and support. And I'm so excited for him to uh, make an extra point next week. I'm actually going to put money on it. I'm going to put money yeah, on the sure. over on his on his makes next week. Because can you bet I think me? we're going to turn the page. Yeah, I'm in okay. Connecticut. It's legal here. I've been betting like crazy. Big college basketball day yesterday. Lost some money in the NFL. But hey, it's a new day. It is a um, new day. Okay. Now... Tom Brady. And and going into this game, there was a lot of talk about where's he going to be next year? Is he going to be in Vegas? Is he going to go back to New England? Who would want him? I don't understand why you want he looked the season bad. I guess he had that one game where he led a fourth quarter comeback. And then there was like another game where he was fine. He looks old and bad and that he does not have it anymore. The Bucs are actually pretty good without him. So what team is going, yeah, we'll take this bad version of him. It's tough because just when I'm out on Brady, then I'm back in on Brady. And like not personally, obviously, it's as we've mentioned already on the show, it's well documented that I hate him. But Brady has those games where you say, oh, it's still there. And he's had a handful of them this season. Not yes. enough. And I, but not enough. Sure, not enough to give up the price tag that he would warrant. So it would have to be the right deal in the right situation. I do think he's going to be playing in the league next year. And I yeah. do think he's better than a lot of quarterbacks that are around in the league. So since we're diving into this quarterback talk and you need a quarterback. Um, I, I was going to. Uh, OK, yeah, we got to go, talk go. about the available quarterback. So Lamar Jackson with the Baltimore Ravens, he didn't even show up to the dang game. And um, he released a statement saying mm-hmm. like justifying why he was not playing, not justifying. I think saying why he wasn't playing, not the team, which feels like a real departure in a United front. Like th- they are let me no guess longer. really quick. Are you on Lamar's side? Because yes. I was thinking all week, Megan is definitely on Lamar's side. I am on Lamar's side. Um, and I'm not sure if you saw the RG three tweet that was yes. getting a lot of attention where you are very graphically seeing his leg bent in. And it was kind of saying like, you got to look out for you. Lamar Mm -hmm. Jackson is young. There is a future. There is not a future with the Ravens. I Mm -hmm. think you have the breakdown that this deal caused or lack of deal. And it goes, unfortunately, this marriage has dissolved. He did not want to put his safety and health on the line for that team. And that is fully his right. And I think what we've seen over the last few weeks only emboldens someone more. Um, But I was on his side, but I also, I don't think the Ravens organization is bad or needs to be scolded. I think if anything, it's like, y'all should have gotten this deal done earlier. You did it. And I think Lamar has the right to do what he did. I agree with that. And I don't blame Lamar. If I was a Ravens fan, I would be mad at Lamar. And I think Ravens fans have the right to be mad at Lamar and have the right to be mad at their organization. But Lamar is going to be on the move. Derek Carr is going to be on the move. Tom Brady is probably going to be on the move. What the heck is happening in San Francisco? Because Brock Purdy leads this team to the Super Bowl. You got to stick with Brock Purdy. I know you have Trey Lance. I know you have Jimmy Garoppolo, but maybe you use Trey Lance and you get back some some options. So there are a lot of quarterbacks here that are going to be on the move. There's the Jets that desperately need a quarterback. Your Colts desperately need a quarterback. Um, 
with all of these departures, these franchises are going to need quarterbacks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you think Trey Lance maybe ends up yeah, um, and, and on your team? I don't even think Brock Purdy needs to lead them to the Super Bowl. I think what he has shown thus far, what is he, 8-0? It's something ins- and, and, and played well. Already they're having conversations of going, uh-oh, what are we going to do? And, and that's not a situation where there's just one court, like Jimmy G, he's got to go. Um, It's really, we were having a conversation. It was more you and Eddie having the conversation about, there was some Daniel Jones, um, some Lamar, some Mac. And I was sitting there going, I feel like an orphan. And these two are complaining about their loving parents. And I'm sitting here parentless, please. (laughs) Please take pity on me. I don't see and, and CJ Stroud out of Ohio State declared for the NFL draft yesterday. And I was seeing a lot of Colts, Colts fans saying they wanted that. I, I can only speak to what I'm feeling from the franchise that I root for. I think they feel rightfully so very burned on veterans right now. Now, Philip Rivers and Matt Ryan, they were old and they didn't have it anymore. And Carson Wentz is, oh boy, Carson Wentz. So he is not necessarily the same as Lamar Jackson, who's a former MVP or, or even. Although Carson Wentz did have an MVP caliber season until an injury ended his season. So that's what's so tricky about quarterbacks, right? So you get this lightning in a bottle, right? Like Brock Purdy, he's great for this season. They move on from Trey Lance. They move on from Jimmy. Brock Purdy is their guy. What if this is your one-off? What if this is your Carson Wentz? What if this is your Joe Flacco moment? And that's why sustaining success as an NFL franchise is so incredibly difficult and nailing down this quarterback position. It's a crapshoot. I mean, even if you get your air quotes guy in the draft, he might not be your dang guy, right? Well, that's I, that's kind of how I feel about Trey Lance, who has yet to really be able to play. Like, he's been in the league two years, and he's played a game. Um, that I think someone like him, he may be great. He, he may just need more of an offensive line. But, like, I, I go, well, then that's, that's not us. Because what I saw this year, that's not going to keep him safe and healthy. So, I I don't know. This is why GMs are are paid the big bucks and and have their, their tushies on the fire sometimes. Because this quarterback offseason carousel, I think, is going to be one for the record books. I feel like every team is dating right now. Like, I don't Be feel dating. like many teams are married to their quarterback right now. There's Even only a handful. The Colts are interviewing head coaches right now, and they've already interviewed like eight people. I'm like, are, are we doing this on Zoom? They're There's not enough flights that go to Indianapolis. Like, how are they meeting? And it's like, I'm like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? I go, I love him. If they come, I love him. But it's there's so not enough many. tables at St. Elmo's for that there's many people. Totally not. My parents don't have enough rooms in their houses for them to be <laughs> conducting all of these. Um, okay. So, so, so going to another team that that is going to have quarterback questions. The Dolphins almost beat the Bills with. I don't even know who was the quarterback. <laughs> I've completely forgot. Was it no. Skyler? Was it Skyler? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Our guy Skyler. Skyler. 
I also really hate that name. Sorry of if anybody's name. I can't believe we. I, just don't I love can't it. believe we've reached a year where there's a Skyler in the NFL. You know, so Tua does not. Sorry, play. Skyler. Great job, great job on Sunday. I uh, don't don't love your okay. name. Second to isn't... last quarterback in the draft taken. So this is this is great news for all of those prospects right now. Brock Purdy, last yep. quarterback taken in the draft. Last so, guy taken. Last guy. Altogether. Mr. Irrelevant. That's a we. I think that's a nice name. They're calling him Big Brock now. So no, they listen. are not. No, yes, they, are, they are. They are. I'm friends with a 49ers fan. I'm in on a group chat with him. Always. I get the text. Three texts from Joey. It's big. Brock. Why can't why can't it ever be non penis related? And now I sound like a comedy fan, but it's like, why can't it be like big brain Brock? Check out the big brain on Brock. OK, um, so Skyler, sweet little Skyler. Almost is able to squeak it out again. Poor, poor game management um, by McDaniel, but also great game management to even have them in it. So it's kind of like, yeah, they weren't going to they weren't going to win and they got closer than we thought they were going to. So how mad can you be at McDaniel? And so now the Bills look ahead. They will play the Bengals. We are finally going to get to see this game. There obviously will be a lot of emotions with the DeMar Hamlin story. The Bills right now are five and a half point favorites. They opened up as three and a half point favorites. Um, I love the Bengals in this situation. Obviously, Vegas is begging you to take the Bengals. The majority of the people are on the Bengals. Um, No, on the the Bills. Bills. More, no, majority, majority of, of Vegas is on oh, okay. the Bengals. I, I thought you were bets. saying just like rooting wise, because it's like rooting wise. Obviously, America is behind the Bills. Yes. America wants the Bills to win. I mean, even the bl- do you know how many people died in that blizzard? Like Buffalo as a community has just been through the ringer. Absolutely. And they and had the-, the supermarket shooting not too long ago. Oh, um, they had the play that ended their season last year against Kansas city. Yeah. So these poor Buffalo fans have been through Lost a lot. Super Bowls a lot. In a row. Um, I would love to see either team because I do like the Spangles team. They are exciting. I do love Joe Burrow, but obviously you can't not root for Buffalo in this right. situation. You can't not, you can't not. I, I will not. be strongly rooting for Buffalo. Although um, I am a little worried because Josh Allen looked a little friskier yeah, than we're yeah. used to seeing him look. This was like year two, Josh Allen. Where I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were guaranteed one pick a game and I don't want to see that again. Um, yeah, no, he had not the yips, but he, he seemed a little, there is a squirrel standing straight up, sitting outside of my window, just looking at me. Let's name him. What should we name him? Brock? Big Megan. Brock? Megan with a three. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So sorry. I had to interrupt that. I'm just like, what do you want? Are you in a Geico commercial? Um, the, the Bengals squeaked by the, the Ravens, I guess let's, let's look at these. Oh, we're, we haven't even touched on the craziest game of the weekend. This chargers Jacksonville. Now, Megan, I watched the first half and you know, I was going, I feel bad. I feel bad. CJ was making Always. so much fun of me. He goes, why do you feel bad? I go, it's Who just, did I, you feel bad for in particular? I felt bad for the Jaguars as a whole. 
Okay. Um, and and I, that's big of you because they're in yeah, your division and you don't typically feel bad for anybody in your division. Well, but then I also felt bad for the AFC South. I go Jacksonville, I feel bad for. And then I was like, oh my God, these fans are there. They're so excited. We're constantly being like college football rules, Florida. No one cares about the Jags. And then there's people there. They're excited and they are just getting their handed to themselves. I said, Asante Samuels, you ate your Wheaties today. (laughs) So I was feeling so like, oh my gosh. And then, and then I, and then I started feeling bad for the church. (laughs) So they, they, I watched the first half and then we had to go to, not we had to go. We went to CJ's birthday party, Mm -hmm. which I was throwing him, which I could do a whole other podcast on that evening. And um, it was a Jersey party. He requested everyone wear Mm -hmm. a Jersey to come to private room karaoke. So uh, friends start coming in and my Eagles fan friend, he's like, the Jags, the Jags are going to win. I go, no, they're not. He was like, yeah. And he pulled it up and I was like, oh my God, this is insanity. Especially because Trevor Lawrence threw four picks in the first half of the game. Now that is, and, that is the yips. Like that's yes. worse than four missed extra points. Absolutely. But what I've loved about watching Trevor Lawrence is just his demeanor. And towards the end of the game, it really seemed like this Jaguars team who was so young and they really went through it last year, having Urban Meyer as their head coach. And now they got their guy, they're clicking. They seem to really feed off Trevor's energy as he's driving the the team down the field. I was very happy for Jacksonville. Uh, Obviously I live in Florida. I know a lot of Jacksonville fans. Uh, They haven't really had much to root for ever. So this was exciting. I could not believe that game. Still midday Sunday, I was saying, how the hell did Jacksonville win that game? And and it appears that Brandon Staley, they're going to stay with him. This is Chargers head coach who whew, had a really brutal start to the season and then was kind of able to right the ship. And, and now this is a colossal meltdown. It feels very Chargers-like, unfortunately. Well, this is the sad part because we just did a whole soliloquy on quarterbacks and how it's so hard to get the right guy. But what is really important is getting the right guy with the right coach. And that's sort of what we're seeing for Eddie's franchise, the Giants, and we're going to transition into their win over Harry's Vikings, which was very impressive. Obviously, the best weekend that Eddie has had in, I don't know, years. I know, I'm surprised he's alive. I'm surprised he's alive. Um, but what they're doing in New York, uh, the great coaching, not asking Daniel Jones to do too much, playing within himself, um, really just relying on what he has using his asset, which is his legs. Um, yeah. he's a big guy. He's he had big. over 70 rushing yards. But what we see in LA with the chargers is you have this unbelievable talent in Justin Herbert, but he's paired up with a dope Brandon <gasps> Staley. I mean, You got to do something. The owner needs to step in at this point and say, we are going to ruin our franchise if we don't get rid of this pairing. Wow. And they're not going to move on from the quarterback. They got to move on from the coach. You don't think there's any chance that it was his first year as a head coach and and it's just brutal and you're in a tough gauntlet and and he's gained experience and, and he'll be better next year. No, I don't, okay. especially when you look the way that Herbert played. Like, look, you got guys playing with injuries. Mike Williams, he's always beat up. But this Chargers team should have been better all season long, which is why Dave Damashek and I broke up with them. And then we regretted it because they went on a run for six weeks. Mm-hmm. I was texting Trevor Lawrence, what's up at midnight on 
Saturday night. Just saying. how were you texting him? I really wasn't. In oh, okay. Cause he was at Waffle House. I did like that as a celebratory mm. meal. Um, now, very Florida of him. Very mm. Florida. It would be wrong for us to not bring Eddie in to, to gloat a little bit. Eddie, come on in. The Megan Fun of Sports, well, you're not on our team, but we have Saquon as one of our running backs. Uh, he well, we got to tell the audience we're doing a fantasy league. Um, yes. Every every podcast has made a draft, one player from each team. So each week you're going to have players eliminated. So there's a lot of strategy involved. Megan and I have Saquon. Um, and we are in sixth out of seventh place. And Eddie's gorgeous team with Jen is in fourth out of seventh place. Um, just to give you a little update of the standings. Uh, the Vikings, easiest draw. We we said this last week and whew, a fun game, though. Yeah, I, the, I mean, I kind of figured the Giants are going to win this game. I felt a, a pretty confident about it. A lot of people were picking the Giants, which spooked me. I wanted to look mm-hmm. like them to be the more of the underdogs. But they played that first game versus in the regular season so well. And just the Vikings pass sequence is one of the worst in the league, if not the worst. Oof. Giants were healthy at the right time and that week off, like they just benched all their starters versus that week 18 game versus the Eagles, which is great. Well, whereas the Vikings really didn't do that. Um, the Giants sequence definitely could have played better. I'm very nervous about that going forward versus the Eagles. But again, like this, this Vikings passing attack is pretty potent. And what Adore Jackson did to Justin Jefferson has to be noted. You put him against AJ Brown. And then plus you have to think about the injury of Jalen Hurts. So, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not going to be offended or by people picking the Eagles. I probably would too. But um, I, I think this may be a better game than people, people realize. I'm very impressed with how Daniel Jones played. Absolutely. I love how and Eddie really composes himself. He's he very does. confident going into the game. Yeah, composed himself, very confident. He's given us his post-game presser right now as the coach of the Giants. And um, actually, we got a text from Eddie after the game that he thought he was going to have a heart attack. So yes. I just, I love how we need you to, 48 for- hours removed, you were, uh, we're back to confidence. We need right? you to live. Here's the thing. I... Um, grew up rooting for a team that a lot of times had that first round buy. And it can be a bit of a downer of like, you, yes, you should get healthy. You should have rest. You should be fully extra prepared, but you lose that momentum and that like, we won, we're going to win again, that it really, ooh, sometimes it does not work out well. So, Eddie, this weekend, your Giants are playing the number one seed in the NFC, and that is the Philadelphia Eagles. Gosh, we really get New York and Philly again, which is tough. Um, I think, <laughs> oh, it's just tough. The I NFL really, loves sorry. it. The NFL loves it. They do. They do love it. Um, and um, so do you have any big plans for the game? Are you, yeah. uh, How are you, watching are you nervous? The game? What are you doing? Well, this is the worst possible time for the game because – uh, I mentioned earlier in the pod, it's uh, Jada's birthday on the 20th. We're having her birthday party um, at some place like downtown L.A. And uh, the, Can I come? the yes, of course, right, the, the, the plans have not been sent out yet. Um, we haven't exactly finalized, but her parents are in town and they're going to be at this game. Uh, I mean, sorry, they're going to be at this party. And then she's like, are you going to ruin this party because of the Giants game? <gasps> yes. And I'm like, ruin most it. likely, yeah. Absolutely. Well, because it, you should be asking, are you going to ruin my playoff experience because I, of your birthday? I think the, the birthday party should become a Giants watch party. I uh, think the birthday party should wait until the Giants get eliminated. The, no, the they're problem, not going to be eliminated. 
the, the problem is like the five o'clock in like game start time and then the eight o'clock party. It's like, if, look, if the Giants win and then it's going to be a great night. But if the oh. Giants lose, it's going to be one. You're of not going. I, not I, going. I OK, so the OK, so the game, the game is going to go right up till the start of the party. Exactly. And she's like, well, I want to get there ahead of time. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. I'll have to Uber on myself. I was even saying, like, make a plan to do something with your parents at five o'clock because just like I watch this Vikings game, I like to watch alone. I watch like in the dark. It has to be like, I just want to focus. He watches the all 22. Uh, yeah, I have my like I'll I'll text some of my Giants fans friends, but uh, I'm not big into like the group thing. I like to focus on everything. Yeah. Um, and this is going to be like I could just see already her parents just being like, oh, like it's not you know who cares? Like it, we'll have a good time. Like no, 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 you don't. You really don't understand. It. Like again, like my heart almost gave out versus Vikings game. Um, and be, like you said before, the rivalry between the Giants, and the Eagles, Giants have lost yeah. two straight this year. The Eagles, I don't know how many in a row we lost to the Eagles. Like this game, it means so much more than just. Uh, a division around win it's beating the eagles and it's uh it's gonna be something else it's hard so Eddie, three times i also was watching the manning cast last night and eli said he's gonna go to the game he said that yes. when he retired he was never gonna go to philadelphia for a football game ever again he's going and he said he cannot wait to see how many double birds he gets flipped <laughs> eddie if they lose and you have to go to this party don't even I I honestly feel bad for you because you have to deal with the in-law situation and you're going to have to put this big smile on. People are going to be coming no, up to you and you don't congratulating do you. You don't need to do anything for anybody. you are going to be in the worst mood of your life. I honestly, listen, I think you get a pass here that you could stay home. Yeah. I tried to say that. I was like, hey, look, you're not to, you know, you just got the ring. It's only your 29th birthday. Is it really yeah, one of those cares. things? And then she's I know. Like, oh, my I... parents are here. And then I think she's getting this place for free because of a story she's done. So I have to show up. And I obviously I am going to show up. But I'm like, I, I think Jada does a great job at realizing that like sports is besides being a passion and I care deeply and it, it really does affect my life. It's also my job. So I do need to actually right. watch for that. And uh, she's pretty cool about that. But I, I but I think she just is afraid of me showing up and just being like uh, a mope in front of her family and stuff. And she wants me to be, you know, cheerful, Eddie. But it's I I'm not trying to save myself here, but I, I don't expect to win. So I think I'm already like doing the mental gymnastics of mm. preparing myself to just like, OK, time to put on a smile and enjoy the party. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Oh, no, I must be dating the wrong be- guy. I haven't had a birthday party in years. Hopefully, I mean, you're going to a bar and I think that's a great place to go, happy or sad. And that probably says a lot about me and being raised Irish Catholic. Um, On that, (laughs) let's take a quick break and then we'll be back with just a little bit of NBA, college basketball, you know, around the rest of the sports world. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, we are back. Um, Huge day in the NBA yesterday. Oh, big news. Okay, so I have now beat the number, the two number one. I knocked off a number one. Who was your husband? In my fantasy. 
basketball. So I knocked off the number one. So then he went down to number two, which made my husband number one. I beat my husband in fantasy basketball on his birthday. How you like that, Jada? Are you Um, you sleeping in the same bed? Yep. He was proud of me. He was proud of me. He's like, I have a lot of guys out. I go, I have Giannis and he's out day to day. Giannis, I need you in there. Um, So yesterday, huge day in the NBA, a lot of games for Martin Luther King Day. There was a really fun moment um, in the Lakers Rockets game right before tip off. um, Jabari Smith Jr. went up to LeBron and said, your very first game in the NBA, you played against my dad. And LeBron had this moment where he was like, what? And he goes, you feel old, don't you? And he's like, why you got to do that to me? And then after the game, Jabari Smith Sr. was at the game wearing his son's jersey. He got to uh, watch his son play LeBron. And then they, you know, hugged, dapped each other up afterwards. And when Jabari Smith Sr. was asked about it, he said, unbelievable, best day ever. Oh, I love that. We also have to talk about elsewhere in the NBA, the dunk that shook no, the internet. We don't have to talk shook about it. <laughs> the world. Ja Morant on Saturday night. Oh my gosh. Potentially the best dunk that we have seen so far this season. Unfortunately, it was against Megan's Indiana Pacers. And this is just a fun, quick little story about um, Ja Morant. Obviously, we all know that I'm named after him. I told my father when I decided to name myself Megan Morant, he said, what's with this Morant thing? I said, dad, it's after this basketball player, John Morant. He's in his rookie year. You know, remember he played at Murray State. You saw him in the tournament because my dad's a big college basketball guy, not a huge NBA guy because he was a Bulls fan in the 90s. And, and really, it's been tough since. And he He's also Bulls is one fan. of those. So greedy. You know, it's. It's also, he's he's an old white man. So he's like many old white men. that so, says, you know, the game's just not the same anymore. They don't yeah, yeah, try yeah, yeah, till yeah. the fourth quarter. I like when yeah. they get in the paint. You know, one of those. I so like I when tell my dad paid. About, um, so I tell my dad about Ja and then, you know, years years go by. Have you, have you seen him play? No, I don't really watch the NBA. No, I don't really watch the NBA. So it's my father's birthday this past Friday. I call him to wish him a happy birthday. And my dad says, so Meg, I've been watching this Morant kid and he's really good. Really good. Hello, dad. He's been really good for about three years now. Yeah. And you know, did you see the video come out of his sister this week? No. Yeah. She's amazing too. And they look identical. I love it. And his dad looks like Usher. What a talented family. The Morants. He was questionable yesterday, but he still played. And this Grizzlies team is looking like they are a force to be reckoned with. Um, Elsewhere in basketball, college basketball is heating up. And I promised you all that I was diving into college basketball. And I I since have, have been making a lot of college basketball bets. This past weekend was very exciting because 11 ranked teams lost in college basketball. Now, two of them also lost to a ranked opponent, but 11 ranked teams lost. Duke was one of those teams. Kentucky is now unranked, but they did beat a ranked Tennessee team. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of biggies back and forth. Your Purdue Boilermakers. I watched them just barely squeak out a win over Michigan State yesterday. So now is really the time to start preparing and getting all of your data ready for March because it's going to be here before we know it. And here's a little inside scoop on Purdue, no matter how good they look and they're going to look good and you're going to want to take them. They will lose in the sweet 16. If I know anything, that's what mama knows. You're big man. He, he looks, uh, he's, is he Filipino? 
Um, he is not, but he is Asian and he is from Canada and he only started playing basketball like five years ago. Uh, I was watching him. I said, Megan is going to love him because I think he might be Filipino. He's, um, he's Asian. Um, Jalen Green, half Filipino, love him. We were watching him last, you know, we got to represent all of our Filipinos. My mother-in-law is going to the Philippines tomorrow. Be safe. Um, and so he was a hockey star and there's really funny pictures of him like with his hockey teammates and he's a, an entire body taller than them. And I think they just like saw how big he was. Someone in Canada was like, dog, we got to put a basketball. In You're your playing hands. the wrong sport. Yeah. So he is he's new to basketball and he really it has come a long way, even even from last year to this year, I think. I'm a big fan of his big Great. fan. Thank you. Um, any other college basketball? I, I've been putting together parlays today. I like uh, um, Kansas is playing Kansas State and um, Kansas is Kansas State is a home underdog. I like them. I know Sal and Brother Bry. They are on Kansas. Um, I say screw them. I'm taking Kansas State. Um Penn State, Wisconsin. Now, Wisconsin is one of those ranked teams that has kind of really fallen into a rut here. So I think that is a that's a game that you're going to want to watch, really prepare for March. In college football, which has uh, had a tough ending, um, Jim Harbaugh, who was the hot name to be going back to the NFL, has decided he is going to stay in Michigan. I think he really wants that national championship. Now, Megan, I want to tell you a quick little thing, and then we got to get out of here because Eddie has something to do. I was watching a NBA all access. It's like you, I say, I don't have time. I'm watching NBA all access on Tyrese Halliburton, who we desperately need back. And so I'm watching him. He's at his house. He's showing sneakers, has a great sneaker collection. And then he gets in his car and he's driving. And I go, oh my God, that's my parents' street. Tyrese Halliburton also on the street. And for a second, I go, did he just move into Victor Oladipo's house? Like, did they just trade houses? He's like a few houses down because mm. I see like even when I saw the brick, I go, I think this is my parents street. Like, that's how good I am now. I can recognize brick and go, we I know what neighborhood we're in. I almost said the neighborhood, but I don't want to give out the neighborhood. But CJ, like even CJ was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so we immediately texted my parents and he drives this very specific Tesla that is sort of kind of looks like a Batmobile. Like it has a special mm -hmm. paint. They all kind of look like it. I sent the car to my parents and they go, oh, my God, we see that car all the time. And they just didn't know it was him. So Peggy and Jeff, they're back from Madison. They're hot on the trail. They will be finding Tyrese Halliburton. And they're going to have him over for dinner. Absolutely. Your mom is going to nurse he, him back to health. Nurse him back to health. Get him some five guys. I saw him scare, carrying his five guys. Get him some what whatever Tyrese wants. And there was a quote that came out. And this is music to small market ears. He goes, I love it here. My family's here. I want to stay here. And that is what a small market needs. Okay, we need a Giannis that goes, yeah, this seems awesome. I love Tyrese. I also love Tyrese yeah. because he's a huge wrestling fan and he was very nice. Maybe if uh, I didn't love Jaws so much, I would rebrand myself to Megan Halliburton. But Ooh, that's got a fun ring to it, too. It sounds kind of like mm, evil. Um, OK, we know Eddie's got so much to do and we could talk for hours more about Mega Wildcard Weekend, but excited for these games, excited to watch. Eddie, we're wishing you well. Um, I think it would be really fun for the Giants to upset and for you to be able to go to this party and get drunker than the birthday girl. 
Either way, we want video footage of you at this party. If you have to, you know, tough it out and put a tough boy, big boy face on for the in-laws, or if you're going to go and um, just celebrate the Giants victory. We need video video footage of all of this. Thank you all for listening to our show. For Megan Gailey, for our newly engaged off-the-market man, Eddie Spaghetti, I am Megan Connolly, and we will see you all next week. Bye.